0: Coming up on Tech News Today, we're in our second week of PS3s being held hostage in the Netherlands. A continuing report. Also, should you fear the Mac Trojan, we'll tell you really what's going on with that. And thieves bring down Vodafone in Fazingstoke. And I learn how to properly pronounce Fazingstoke. All that and more coming up. Netcasts you love.
1: From people you trust.
0: This is Tech News Today for Monday, February 28th, 2011. Tech News Today is brought to you by MailRoute.info. MailRoute is a secure, hosted service that provides enterprise-grade virus and spam filtering to companies of any size. Try it right now, absolutely free, at MailRoute.info. Welcome to Tech News Today. I'm Tom Merritt.
1: I'm Sarah Lane. I'm
0: Darren Kitchen. And I'm Jason Howell. And this is the show where we help you with your litigation and your kitchen cabinet needs. Ask Kitchen and How to come give you an estimate today. We'll be there. <laughs> you bet you got it. Um, no, actually, what? This is a show about technology. <laughs> I
1: was going to say I'm in the wrong Twit Cottage. That's so weird. Marit and Lane, have you been was. in an
0: accident? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a hostage situation going on.
1: What? Oh, have No. You, have you this heard about this? Dangerous. No. Something
0: like 100,000 PlayStation oh, Threes are being held hostage
1: in By a warehouse whom?
0: in the Netherlands.
1: Why would the warehouse do this?
0: Uh, thank you. Can thank LG for that. Uh, LG has filed suit against Sony in oh. Europe. Uh, claiming that they violate a Blu-ray patent at the Civil Court of Justice in The Hague. Mm-hmm. has granted LG a preliminary injunction, that means all PlayStation 3s imported into Europe will be confiscated by customs for at least 10 days.
2: LG's just looking out for the Nintendo 3DS launch. <laughs>
0: they're, they're protect, it's, yeah. They've been hired to protect uh, Nintendo. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, starting last week, items were seized and stockpiled in a Dutch warehouse. Uh, the Guardian reports that Retailers probably have about two to three weeks of PS3s in stock. So if you are in in an emergency situation and need a PS3 in Europe right now, you probably have two to three weeks before they're gone.
1: Or just go to the Dutch warehouse and hope that their security is not very strong. Free the PS3s. Just break a window or something. Free the PS3s.
0: <laughs> no PS3s, no PS3s. No justice, no PS3s.
1: Uh, LG had the same complaint about Sony Bravia TVs, as I recall, but no one's talking about Bravia's being held hostage. I no one's if they talking just about have, it. No, either they haven't been shipped or no one cares. Bravis I have Bravia like, TV. It's very dude, important to me. We're
0: being... Seize 2. Why doesn't anybody talk about this? This has happened before. This has
2: almost happened before with Qualcomm, and all of it will happen again. eternal return.
0: Qualcomm got as far as getting the injunction, but then Qualcomm immediately... got a stay of the injunction so that the phones were not actually seized
2: right and this is just for 10 days though so these playstations are really just kind of on vacation for a bit right because the retailers have two to three weeks of dank
0: dark dutch warehouse
2: yeah but i mean gamers shouldn't you know there shouldn't be pandemonium in the streets the gamers will still you know can go to the store and you know there'll be stock there
0: i call on president obama to airlift in Unlitigated PS3s Save to Europe.
1: The PS3s. How about some PS3s
0: that run Linux still? Uh, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. 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 eBay. Bank, I call on eBay Dutch. to airlift in. Yeah, we can yeah have Geohotter PS3s that still run Linux. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. In all seriousness, uh, they've got 10 days. LG can appeal and extend uh, the the ban, uh, or they can even ask for the devices to be destroyed. Which uh, I don't I don't think they do. What they really want is Sony to, to agree to pay him. So this is all a, a, a game of brinksmanship. This
1: is so silly. It's like they're just stuck in a warehouse for ten days, and then maybe yeah. they could be destroyed, but they probably won't because somebody has to pay somebody. <laughs> it's it's
0: customs, it's man, bizarre. That's, that's so Sony customs. Sony yeah. has a, a similar lawsuit going on against LG phones in the United States, saying they violate Sony's patents.
1: Didn't Sony start this mudslinging initially oh, against LG Sony, in two thousand eight?
0: This is this is like worse than World War One. Trying to figure out like who actually started the war, like. Archduke Franz Ferdinand held a ones. patent on some Kia Sera, and then it just snowballed out of hand.
1: Well, patents, boy. Yeah. The well, costumes. what I'm
0: wondering is, will Sony back down and release uh, the, the patent suit on the LG or sign a deal, or will they push the, their suit against LG and stop LG phones from coming into the United States?
1: Well, all signs point to Sony saying, we'll get you back, suckers, because yeah. they've been at this for years.
0: They, they tagged the LG headquarters.
1: Lawyers need work, too.
0: Lawyers need spray paint. Yes. Uh, thousands of Gmail accounts were held hostage earlier today. Uh, a lot of folks woke up this morning, logged into their Gmail, and found they couldn't get in. Or if they could get in, their inbox was empty and they had no contact information anymore. That
1: would be a huge nightmare. Yes. That's, that's actually something I have had a nightmare about in the past. So what happened?
0: Well, Andrew Kovacs on Twitter, who works for Google, says uh, the Gmail issue affected 0.02% of users. Not 2%, but 0.02% of users. Uh, they, uh, When he posted this three hours ago, they had restored access for a third of the users. Uh, the remaining 0.013% were being restored on an ongoing basis. He figures within 12 hours of his post that everyone should have everything back.
1: You know, it's kind of funny how, uh, uh, how Google is obviously focused on the 0.02 because that's such a small percentage. This is how few people this affects. But considering the millions of people who are Gmail users, that's still over 100,000 people. Yeah. I mean, that's a big city. They
0: estimate 150,000 people I without mean, Gmail access. I mean, if I was
1: one of those people, oh, I would yeah. be like, Livid. screw you. I might be a small percentage, but I am mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Now, the, um, the 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 data that was missing, was it somehow, you know, Darren, you'd made a joke before the show about being auto-archived. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> actually, you couldn't pull anything out. No, up. no, it was nowhere. It was gone. Yeah, it was gone. Temporarily anyway.
2: Yeah. Unless yeah. you, unless of course you made your own backup, and then you could restore like a tool like Gmail Backup will actually allow you to restore a backup that you've made back to Gmail, but then you would have had to have done that.
0: Now beforehand. I use I use Backupify, which is an Backupify online is service. Great.
2: Uh, they got two gigs for free, but if right. you're like one of us who've been on Gmail since the beginning of time, you probably have like seven gigs of email. Yeah. So and I don't
1: really uh, Gmail Backup.
2: Anything
0: uh backs it up locally.
2: Yeah, it's gmail tackbackup.com, but the site's actually down. I don't know if that's due to, you know, the recent event or whatnot, but I've gone ahead and made a tiny URL directly to the uh the installer at uh, tinyurl.com slash gmail two.
0: Excellent. Nice. All right. Nice. Uh and then finally in our triplet of uh either service outage or or product hostages. Vodafone's UK network was taken down. Uh, Folks in Southeast England near Basingstoke uh, could not use their 3G, 2G, SMS or BlackBerry services on the Vodafone UK network this morning. The register reports that thieves broke into the operator's Basingstoke exchange and lifted a load of switches.
1: How many switches?
0: Um, I I would guess all of them. From, from the, uh, from you know, the size so of this is, outage. Is,
1: that sounds like a lengthy affair. So anybody How, who doesn't how know, late into the night did they a work? Swi- a
0: switch is like, you know, it's, it's a little hub. It's the thing yeah. that all the Ethernet ports go into, and it routes the, uh, the Internet connections through. So if you go into an exchange and take out all the switches, all of a sudden that exchange has no way of sending information in or out.
1: Doesn't this seem so random that it's, it sounds more like an inside job? Like somebody at Vodafone is just very upset and wanted to or, cause a lot of people grief.
2: Somebody realized that switches are expensive and maybe Vodafone wants them back, check Craigslist, Vodafone. <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. saying, this happens. It's pretty, pretty ballsy to just walk into an they, exchange. They walked into their the server s- room and the racks were there on cinder blocks. And they were like, where are our racks?
1: Are there no There's security the cameras? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's well, hard Did they not to take believe. the copper wire? No. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> they just gutted the place. Anyway, uh, the company's uh, already getting things back up and, and and by now it's it sounds like everybody in Basingstoke, as I'm told it is pronounced, uh, has has their service back. But, um, yeah, Vodafone uh, in, in a bit of a pickle this morning. Verizon's new CEO, Verizon Wireless's new CEO, Dan Mead, just took over for Lowell McAdam right after McAdam. It seems like only yesterday he was on stage announcing the Verizon iPhone. He's gone. Wow. By Lowell <laughs> McAdam. It was like his last hurrah. Uh, Dan Mead took over, and Dan Mead told the Wall Street Journal, we're going to see more coming from Apple on LTE. LTE is Verizon's faster, so-called 4G uh, network. Uh, Mead says they understand the value proposition of LTE, and I feel very confident that they're going to be a part of it. So this sounds like we're going to get uh, iPhones on LTE sooner than later. But
1: this is such a like general statement.
0: We, right. Lte, like you have to we assume.
1: we believe in this, right. and we'll we'll make it happen. But there's no date, there's no detail. It's just kind of one of those things anybody can.
2: Well, say. it's kind of weird because it's one of those things where you just assume, like, okay, obviously the next iteration of the hardware is right. going to use the faster network. Why are they coming out and saying, oh, yeah, we we're pretty sure it's going to happen?
0: It's like you're you're pretty sure. Who are you reassuring? We're are you very reassuring you or us? confident. Yeah. Uh, It's because Google spiked them, right? On the other side of things, uh, Wired has a very interesting article about whether Google has prevented the iPhone from operating on Verizon's LTE network. Uh, If anybody remembers, in 2008, Verizon accepted openness conditions on the 700 megahertz spectrum in order to win the auction uh, for the C block of that spectrum, which allows them to operate their LTE network. And they are forced to open that network not only to other operators, but also to any device or application to run on that network. Now, depending on how you read this, uh, it may mean that any application has to be allowed on the device, which the iPhone, you can jailbreak to do that. But the iPhone itself blocks applications. They block applications from,
2: from the iTunes store. The other way to read it is I, you know, go overseas and get a really kick-butt phone, and I bring it back, and I'm like, oh, well, it's CDMA. Actually, I guess I wouldn't go overseas and find a CDMA phone unless I went to Japan, but still, it's CDMA, and I want to, you know, get it on their LTE network or something like that, and they would have no way to prevent me, or if I built my own phone, as long as it doesn't interfere CDMA with the network. phone isn't
0: going to work on the LTE. Network. Well, okay, you know what I'm saying. Though. But yeah, if like, you go overseas. If I, if I buy a new phone and I that's go... That's easy. Verizon if can do that. They can say, fine, we have to allow that. Yeah, but That's one
2: interpretation of it is, as well, long as
0: it's, you know, you have to make the network open to any device. Here's the interesting thing. That that part's easy for them, though. They just say, okay, fine, we'll let any device on as long as you pay us, Right. Specifically, a C-block licensee may not block, degrade, or interfere with the ability of end users to download and utilize applications of their choosing on the licensee's C-block network, subject to reasonable network management. So this is about not devices but apps. Meaning, if I have an, and some people are reading this to mean if I have an iPhone and I can't say get the um, Sony e-reader app on it, that it violates this clause because. You're preventing me from running the app of my choice. I
2: guess the two ways to look at it are, say, like, you've got your own jailbroken iPhone. They can't prevent a jailbroken iPhone from being on Correct. because you can run any app you want right. versus them being required to sell iPhones that will run any app.
0: I I kind of think you're right. I think, the, I think people are overinterpreting this to mean you couldn't run an iPhone. I think all it says is you couldn't stop somebody from running a jailbroken iPhone. I don't, I don't think it requires every device to run any kind of software possible.
2: I mean, it's obvious that the iPhone is going to have to go 4G. I mean, like all devices, they make it to the next generation of whatever the network is. And I don't think that Apple would have partnered with Verizon if they knew that down the road they would have to make significant changes to their entire philosophy of their app ecosystem. But it this could- is also
1: something Verizon has thought about, too. I mean, they agreed to terms and conditions, having thought through and have even said to the FCC, listen, this is about third-party apps and devices not harming the network being allowed, not about locked devices. Right, because That's in- how we see this, and they're on record saying so.
2: Because remember, initially, Google was all about, oh, we're going to sell you know the phone. We're going to sell the Nexus One. You can buy it from us and get it on any carrier. And that's why they were bidding initially for that C-block to kind of, you know, I don't know if it was just driving up the price or just getting this, this rule in there. Because Verizon, they didn't, they didn't want this. They took it to court. Verizon said, no way.
0: They could take it back to court. Um, I think they'll end up in court, though. Open, the open internet coalition is the one that's pushing this the most. I think they're trying to force Apple to open up their device. And I think that's probably a fool's game. I, I, I don't think you're going to get that to happen. Um, but you never, you never know you never you never know until you try Somebody and it looks at like Google they're going to try
1: is giggling yeah Wildly.
0: Uh, Facebook just changed the way the like button works. It uh, used to be if you clicked the Facebook's like button, like button it would uh, put a link in I your like, recent activity. Like, like bucket. Like in the like bucket. <laughs> you just take a spit in the like bucket. And you're fine. <laughs> uh, no, if you, if, you, if you liked something, it would just show up in your recent activity. Barely noticeable. It was,
1: it, I never clicked but on it would anything data. anyone would like because it was just sort of a link without any reference where, to what they had been reading. Where or, I
0: would see it most is when they'd have a little facebook box and i'd go to like a blog and they'd say oh all these stories were liked by your friends and yes. they'd have the list right mm-hmm. well now what they're doing is if you click like a full story with a headline blurb and thumbnail will be posted to your profile wall
1: so the no blurb one will, will be, be posted, able to full story
0: integrate it uh, yeah right
1: it'll be so
0: No one will be able to avoid it, I should say, not integrate it. No one one will, everyone will know you liked it. You really liked it.
1: Which I kind of, I can see this going two ways. Number one, if Darren likes a story, you know, on Ars Technica and there's a, a, a little photo that represents a story, there's the first few sentences of the story with a link back to ours. I'd be like, okay, I get a lot out of this rather than just some link that I may or may not click on. But think of how messy it's gonna be if people are liking um, lots of things. Lots of things, which they are. I, like to I mean, keep we've a all been wall. encouraged to like as much as possible. Yeah. Do you
2: keep a tidy wall? I mean, nobody I, wants. I like prefer a ton to keep a tidy thumb- wall.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: nobody wants just like a ton of thumbnails for everything. No. Like. You know, you can't like everything you like is the thing now. You could share what you liked to share. Well, you're sharing. Well, that's what it is now. It's the like button's now the share button. So
1: Facebook is saying we want the like functionality to actually be more helpful to folks, but they're almost saying about what you like before hmm. you actually physically like
0: it do you really like that
1: do you really Wait, like do you that? Like, it like it enough do you like it like it
2: or Maybe do you just should, like they could do like cold stone has with oh, the I different like it, like it. servings they've got the like it love it and whatever the really really like it is yeah yeah also uh, love face-
0: it, but. something
1: face- above love
0: yeah, I think. Learned. Yeah, yeah man. believe that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Facebook plans to resume address and phone sharing. Remember, they said they were going to do this, where you'd be allowed to share your address and phone number with third parties, uh, and then Congress and and everyone got their knickers in a twist, and they said, "Well, we'll think about this." Facebook has now said in a letter released today that it is evaluating different ways to enhance user control over information sharing that would go into effect once the feature is re-enabled. So it sounds like they are determined to uh, re-enable the ability for you to share your phone number and address with third-party apps.
1: This is so typical Facebook, as they say, you're going to be able to share your phone and address. People go, what? This is awful. Facebook, you're horrible with privacy. And then they take it away, and then they just sort of quietly put it back with some weird legal speak that no one pays attention to. We put
0: it back, and now you have control. (laughs) (laughs) So so go ahead and and, uh, remove those details from your Facebook profile now, and then you won't have to worry about it later. Right. A, uh, a lot of stuff is circulating today about a Trojan for Windows uh, called Dark Comet that has been ported to Mac. A lot of folks are referring to it as a uh, uh, as a rat uh, but but Darren, you were explaining a rat is just a remote administration tool
2: well so, there 's a little bit of confusion because there 's another product from Dark Comet called rat that 's a remote administration tool, and then some articles are quoting it as being a uh, what is it called a remote Um, Uh, uh, administration trojan Trojan. yeah remote access trojan Trojan.
0: Trojan. yeah Yeah. but uh, but it looks like uh well according to antigo uh on their blog they're saying look this is just a trojan that has a remote administration tool bundled into it so this is you know this is no different than what you could do over terminal uh over an ssh connection it's just easier so it's it's not necessarily any more dangerous than any other trojan that's been out there but I guess this thing's pretty snotty. It is snotty. It,
2: it leaves, like, this, this ugly message, um, or can, if the, you know, if the, the person that has, you know, uh, owned your machine uh, wants to, they can pop up this, like, oh, you thought your Mac was so impervious to viruses. Well, check it out. You've got a virus now. Ha, ha, ha. I've owned your Mac. I can do anything I want to your Mac. God, that rat is such a punk. Yeah.
1: It's you're kind of funny how if you, if you want to um, take advantage of this, then that has to be the way that you're poning people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's just it's like, like is that really the voice? Well, the thing using? is
2: it's
0: kind of like if you if
2: you, you know, if those in the audience remember sub7, this is kind of like that for a Mac. You know, let's do nasty stuff to, to machines that you've owned.
0: But it's not the first Easily. Trojan for a Mac. No. And it's and it not be like the, the fact that it has a remote administration tool makes it suddenly
2: Well, the thing is it makes it a easy. A lot dangerous. Because, you know, a lot more dangerous. It, it, they make it easier than just like getting terminal access to a machine. You can right. put like files on the desktop. You can pop up a window that'll like ask for a password, kind of like do a phishing scam thing where you
0: yeah, all right. Um, key to this is don't install anything that uh, you know you didn't mean to uh, and run a firewall and be secure. All right, Motorola has a ton of stories coming out today. Uh, first of all, uh, they were talking. At, a, uh, at at a, an investor conference uh, and Sanjay Jha from Motorola said that all the high-end smartphones will have webtop starting in June so the Droid Bionic on Verizon should have webtop. Webtop's the uh, software that allows you to dock the Atrix into uh, a laptop form or a television uh, and use the phone as if it were a laptop or a television. Uh,
2: except the Droid Bionic won't be shipping with it because of a time constraint. That's the exception.
0: Well, the Droid Bionic's going to come out before that, but they say from June onwards, right. all of these will have the function. So the Droid Bionic won't ship with it before June, but after June, they'll be able to put it on there. Oh, okay. Cool. Mo- at least that's the way this Engadget story reads. Motorola is also suing TiVo. Just thought we'd throw that out there since we're talking about everybody suing everybody else uh, right now. Uh, also, Sanjay Ja hinted that a 7-inch tablet could arrive before the end of the year so a smaller version of the zoom or the zoom he also ah.
1: he also sort made some funny comments about how 7 inch tablets are just more fun
0: they are. They're fun-sized. They're size. just more
1: fun. Yeah. The 10-inch is more of a business type of a tool, which I just uh, I don't get that at all. Yeah, I mean, more portable, it. I guess, if you have a smaller well, bag. But that's how, but, that's, but not necessarily more fun.
2: That's how these companies work, though. They're always trying to be like, oh, that's the professional version. You know, I mean, even like Windows like right. XP, like Pro and Home. What was, what was the difference? Like, you know, the fact that you couldn't join a domain. But stuff so they can differentiate the project. They're like, well, we've got to make a portable. differentiation in the product so we can sell yeah. it to different customers.
1: It's just a silly thing. It's It's... We're talking three inches here.
0: Better Be cool. than all of this, Three though, inches of more fun, though. <laughs> is that Motorola is going to make Android secure.
1: Well, it's about time.
0: Oh, this is, this How are they going to do that? This is for enterprise management. Uh, right now, Android has a hard time getting into the enterprise because of the, uh, the ability to manage is not there like it is for an iPhone or a Blackberry. Yeah, like there's no encryption. Windows Mobile. Yeah. 10. So Motorola Mobility is uh, relying on 3 lm a small startup it acquired that develops enterprise security and management tools for Android. What they intend to do is create the API for Android that adds security and management capabilities at the OS level so the entire device can be managed via policies by mobile device management tools, and Motorola plans to offer its own mobile management suite by July. So this would allow Android to move into the enterprise, which is a way to increase your Android sales by huge amounts. Mm-hmm. And
2: since it's just a separate company, they can go ahead and sell it to you know all of the other LGs and HTC's of the world.
1: So they got fun tablets. They're suing Tivo. They're making Android stable. Motorola is uh, busy. Yeah, Motopalooza. doing everything.
0: It's Moto Palooza, exactly. <laughs> all right, time now for the news. Fusapalooza. Did you get a gold Zoom at the Engadget meetup, anybody? Anybody win that? What about the Oscars? Did you get one in your gift bag at the Oscars? No? No? Um, Well, did you get a Zoom and root it? No. Can I? You can, but gold or not, if you root your Zoom, you'll need to restore it to the default ROM before you send it back to Motorola to get the LTE upgrade that takes six days to put in. But it'll be paved
1: in gold when you get it back. Mm, Mm. Not sure if that's
0: true or not. Only on the screen. Can't say it's not. There's a a gold screensaver. Uh, You need to be running the stock honeycomb installation in order to receive the update that allows the LTE antenna to function Hmm. after they put it in. So uh, if you do root your Zoom, be sure to put it back in place if you send it in for that LTE antenna.
1: How'd that Nintendo 3DS sell, you might be wondering? Hmm. Japanese publication Nikkei or Nikkei. Uh, claim that Nintendo's handheld sold out its initial entire initial run of 400,000 3DS units in its first two days of availability, so it's pretty fast. Gaming magazine Famitsu reports the device sold 371,326 units. Still highly respectable, and it's already been hacked to run homebrew applications, emulators, and backed-up DS games.
2: Yeah, you can get that R4 chip really cheap. Yeah. Pop it on 3DS. There we go. Check it out. PAX East is going to kick off in Boston on March 11th, and the reports are that we're going to be treated with an NVIDIA card, the GeForce GTX 590, which will sport 1,024 CUDA cores, 3 gigs of onboard RAM, and dual, dual- three 84-bit memory controllers, of course, three DVI ports on a single 3D card with Vision Surround Gaming. Engadget reports that AMD is also close to launching their own competing Radeon HD 6990.
0: So don't buy a video card. (laughs) That's (laughs) what that means. Uh, In a research note this morning, Bernstein Research Analyst Tony S. reports on a... (laughs) Sakanagi?
1: Sakanagi.
0: Sorry, Tony. Uh, reports on a meeting he had last week with Apple's Tim Cook, Peter Oppenheimer, and Eddie Q. Among the tidbits, Cook says Apple will develop lower priced iPhones. He brought up China as a focus for that kind of activity and mm-hmm. a prepaid market. Cook also believes tablets will be bigger and more competitive in the marketplace than phones. So in other words, he thinks they're going to sell more tablets than they sell phones, but they're going to have a lot more people competing with them on it. He did uh, not comment on any white iPads or whether iPads would be available immediately after the announcement on Wednesday. Those are two rumors making the rounds.
1: Really? A white iPad rumor? I haven't even There's heard a, this one. Yeah. It's wow. The, I've already forgotten about blows. the white iPhone rumor.
0: The albatross. Uh, you I might see be the one- white iPad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, after the tweaking of Google's search algorithm last week, you remember how they wanted to de-emphasize low-quality sites? You might be wondering how that affected the the content farms. Uh, one, uh, you know, the punching bag that everybody uh, was throwing out there was demand media that was... Kind of the, the example that Google wanted to set. Well, the CEO or SEO firm Sistrix analyzed one million keywords and determined that Demand Media's ehow.com, which you may know, is always at the top of all your searches, actually gained visibility. Is that SEO possible? Clarity, wow. I think, yeah, it is possible. It is. I mean, that's what they say anyway. SEO Clarity, which independently analyzed sixty thousand keywords, uh, reached the same conclusion. So I don't know if it's because everybody was kind of talking about this story and. Mm.
0: I think if uh, if Google keeps trying to bring down the content farms, we're going to need farm subsidies.
2: Yeah. Well, we have Villas of Farms on Facebook.
0: Ooh.
1: God, bad humor on the show today, you guys. Stinkers. Yeah.
2: Well, well, check this out. Maybe you'll remember this U.S. plan to give any country the power to veto over a proposed uh, top-level domain, those TLDs that we all know and love. Well, a group of nations, not a league, have rejected the idea last week, instead allowing the governments to offer notable advice about controversial suffixes, such as like .gay, and not actually uh, have veto power. Other U.S. suggestions were adopted to make it easier for countries and trademark holders to go ahead and file some objections, but... No veto power.
0: Good. A uh, few cool things are starting to trickle out of CBIT already in Hanover, Germany. Asus is showing off its ePad Transformer netbook running full-on Honeycomb on a Tegra 2 processor. The ePad Mimo is also being promised with a Qualcomm port of Honeycomb in time for its June launch.
1: Mm. If you want some evidence that we're living in the future, listen up. The Federal Aviation Administration is allowing charter company executive jet management to use Apple's tablet as an approved alternative to paper charts. The authorization follows three months of rigorous testing and evaluation of the iPad and mobile TC, which is a map app developed by aviation chart maker Jeppesen. That's only for pilots, though, so you don't get excited. Can I just
0: leave my tablet on, ma'am? No. The pilot has his tablet on.
1: No. <laughs> All electronic reading. devices need, need to be in the off book. position, Can not even in plane mode. No, sir. Please but turn but turn your tablet off. Do you want crackers <laughs> or button, don't you? You turn it off. That's right. Tom, take the battery
2: out. Button. I want you to take the battery out right now. Do you,
1: do you want Do you want this plane to crash? Then keep your tablet on, sir. Air
0: marshal. <laughs> All right. Uh, Finally, the Oscars, uh, the Academy Awards happened last night. Oh,
1: Uh, Tom, the glitz and the glamour. A couple
0: of geek movies were up for awards. The Social Network. That was a geek movie. The the Mark Zuckerberg-ish story. Although it's not really factual. It's like um, the
1: glossy geek story that wasn't.
0: You need to see the PHP coding scene. I, I guess I do. It's quite it's, impressive. Tom's
1: been talking about this since the day after he saw the movie. It was such a know, good scene. Like, and they got everything right.
2: Well, I can imagine it's like the thing where we're like, oh my gosh, they used NMAP in, in The Matrix. You know? Yeah, right. They actually did. That was yeah. cool.
0: Uh, or uh, Harrison Ford in Firewall. Using what? Oh, VNC? What was it again? Yeah, I think it was yeah. VNC. Ah, oh, that
1: moves. So anyway. I like when uh, they get it right.
0: So Inception took away all the honors. Not Social Network. Social uh, Network won three Oscars. They won for, for screenplay because of the snappy dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not win for best factual movie because that's not a category. No. Uh, but Inception Inception took the big Inception
1: honors. should have won the screenplay. That's just my opinion. But now, why are we saying Inception is a geek movie? Well, it's you totally a couple geek. Cause of cause geek movies. Cause you hack the
0: brain. Oh, it's,
2: Dude, it's, it's like it's, the Matrix.
0: No, it I can control yeah. your dreams. Social engineering your mind. They just drug Sarah. Them. This is Jason's dream we're in right now. Where's my where's my where's my spinny thing? It's kind of sad. Where's (laughs) my dream? (laughs) Get me out of here, please. (laughs) All right, on to the calendar, you listener.
1: OnLive is offering free micro consoles with uh, purchases of the game Homefront. So that's cool. If you're uh, purchasing the game, then you get something for free. The demo conference kicked off today in Palm Springs. That's uh, VentureBeat. It's their conference. Um, A lot of tweets been going around today. Uh, startups galore. Lots of news. Good stuff. I think it runs through Wednesday. CBIT starts tomorrow, March 1st, and runs through March 5th in Hanover, Germany. Yeah,
2: that's very good.
1: Uh, the GDC, or Game Developers Conference, if you're not familiar, starts today. Uh, that's February 28th, and it runs uh, all the way through March 4th at and is going to start selling Kindle 3G e-readers in its retail stores Whoa, starting on March 6th. That's
0: nifty. That's yeah, the first time you'll be able to buy the Kindle in a store, right? Oh No, I guess Target had them
1: uh, for a while.
2: Did they? I think yeah, I saw it, yeah. but now that you said it, maybe you're just trying to implant something in my mind. Mm, I'm
1: Where's just my
0: accepting my it.
1: Uh, and finally, the Fisker Karma, and if you're not familiar with it, it's like the coolest looking car ever, um, is finally slated to enter production on March 21st, uh, so let's hope that's true because this is like this really beautiful hybrid mm. car that can, I think it goes like 50 miles just on battery and it's gonna have a very affordable price tag of about $95,000 starting. Who can't afford that? No,
0: that's. I mean, that's, that's pocket change. It's for
1: all of us. We can get yeah. two. Yeah, Darren for our dropped mothers.
0: that walking down to the studio. Just I did my yeah.
2: latte and ninety-five thousand. I was and pick I it up. picked it up and bought a second one of these.
1: <laughs> yeah. With yours, see, I was Sour gonna to pick it up, one. but I thought oh. <laughs> pennies. It's
2: not worth my bending over. You, you really need to buy need two though, because with only you know throw
1: my back the mileage range, up.
2: you got to yeah. have a redundant array of inexpensive karmas. It's, it's, a rocker.
1: It's a good-looking car, though.
2: A rake. Um,
1: rake. <laughs> so that's exciting. If you're a car nut. And then finally, uh, just a reminder that we will be... Twit will be at South by Southwest. We're going to be um, full coverage, or partial coverage anyway, on uh, Saturday and Sunday, the 12th and the 13th of March. We'll be wearing bikinis. Not really. Not me. No. That's uh, not the
2: partial coverage I was going to tune Darren, in for. Not uh either,
1: Darren, perhaps. This is sort of just a weird note. Um, I'm participating in a flash mob. It has nothing to do with Twit, but I... Isn't Both the idea of a flash
0: people, mob that you don't partial? have to plan it? You just show up?
1: Well, the people participating in it have to plan it. That's okay. how right. they do these things. That's all coordinated effort. Mob? So I said that I would participate, and um, we will stream it, whatever I end up doing. It's either going to be really cool or really, singing? really scary. I may be singing. I don't know what yet, though, because they're will not going to give chanting, me details. going
0: you be chanting, fish are lame? I hope so. Hmm.
1: Well, I'll just do that anyway. <laughs> if that's not part of the flash mob, I will do that at our become meetup. become it. That'll be on Sunday, by the way. So come to the meetup. It's at Momos.
0: All right. Uh, Do give us a call and leave us a voicemail. 260 TNT show. Uh, We do listen to them. We don't always have time to play them back in the show. Or sometimes people make good points, but they talk a little long. So try to keep them short. Uh, You can also email us or email us a link to you on a video. TNT at twit.tv. Got a couple emails to read today. Sarah Houghton Jan. uh, You might remember her from our uh, listeners co-host episode. She's the
1: librarian in black. That's right.
0: Uh, She wrote in to say... Readers everywhere are fighting back today against limitations on ebook access and use. Proliferating around the interwebs this morning is the ebooks' Users' Bill of Rights, outlining basic freedoms for digital content users. Uh, She says, my co-author, Andy Woodworth, and I released it in the public domain and hope that other voices and comments add to the discussion, raise awareness, and stimulate some real change in the market. Those who sign on to the idea are asked to copy the text with comments and remixes as the urge strikes and repost it on their own websites, in email, in podcasts, as we're doing here, on Walls. And on Twitter, 60 minutes after launch, we're seeing over 100 copies already. Uh, So check it out. Go to librarianinblack.net, and you can find her posting of it right there. The ebook Bill of Rights, uh, this is in response largely to the story we talked about last week uh, where the book publisher was trying to require that libraries only be allowed to lend an electronic book 26 times before they deleted it because that happens with real books.
2: They get Mm -hmm. worn out.
0: They get... The bindings fall apart. Twenty seven after only twenty seven times. Yeah. 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 Or whatever it is. 26, a few zeros. Anyway. It's, fight back. Thanks, Sarah. You've angered the librarians now.
1: They, that was not they, a way to do that. They, they're scrappy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't want to do that.
1: Uh Jim, the space systems engineer uh in California found some interesting uh he he noticed something interesting about the Motorola Atrix from AT and T. He says You know, we knew that the laptop dock was pricey at $300. That's after a rebate when purchased with the phone. And it appeared that you had to get the 4-gigabyte Data Pro plan in order to get this rebate. Not so. You need the expensive tethering-enabled 4-gigabyte Data Pro plan if you intend to use the laptop accessory at all. And he he noticed um, in the fine print from AT&T and Amazon, full Firefox browser use with the AT&T mobile broadband requires Data Pro 4-gigabyte plan. Um, Amazon says... uh, tethering plan is required to use a laptop um, with your Atrix 4G so he says you know, I thought it was a dumb accessory that was like plugging in your phone to a monitor and, and turning on a Bluetooth keyboard how is this tethering
0: it's not it's tricking because you can just plug it in it's just that they're like we're not going to sell you this unless you buy this plan there's no technical reason for it at all absolutely there's any way they can get more money but dude you know what I'm saying like hundred dollar netbook
2: root your phone get some Wi-Fi tether don't pay any of those fees yeah or just don't get it. Yeah, that's a way to vote with your wallet. Yeah, I
1: mean the annoying thing about it is, is that there—it's trickery. It's it just is like just—I don't know—like raise the price if you're just going to be jerks about it. Don't trick us.
0: Thank you. You don't need to be a space systems engineer to figure that out, but it did help Jim.
1: Yes, and it helped us because he told us about it.
0: And we're very happy to have a space systems engineer in the audience. In case we run into questions about space systems engineering, Jim, I hope you'll be able to help us out with that. Yes. Uh, but thanks for pointing this at it, too, because this is ridiculous. It's just... Don't be silly. Yeah. All right. Don't pay for it. Uh, what also is ridiculous is we're done.
1: No. Yeah, no, 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 no. That is not what I was promised. What yeah. were you The show keeps going.
2: <laughs> well, it does in the pre or in the <laughs> post show, which is where you can stick around and find out if Darren can beat uh, Tom Merritt in a pen twirling competition. But you'll have to watch the live stream
0: for that. You
1: can I watch have to it wash my hair twit. right TV after the show.
0: Slash live, right? Twit.tv slash TNT. Uh, live.twit.tv is where we, we do the, uh, the live show. Uh, don't forget to catch Darren on Hack 5 at HAK number 5. Season
2: 9 just launched. Like a Crazy Dot Case
0: org. Mods. Woohoo!
1: It's
0: an org. Crazy huh? Case Mods. Yes. Yeah.
1: Crazy Case Mods. Yeah. How crazy is crazy? Twit.tv. Like I think I'm going
0: to like it, like it. Slash T- oh, we're getting played off. It's like the Oscars. <laughs> <awesome shit. laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to thank my agent, twit.tv slash TNT. My email address, TNT at twit.tv. And um, I'd like i like to thank, thank my phone number, TNT show. What's my wife's name? Uh, you. I
1: love you. He Han. was
0: choked up. He didn't forget her name. I don't know. We'll see you tomorrow. I want to thank Mike, <laughs> Aaron. He was shocked up. Raygun01. Right.
2: Oh, wait, that's you.
1: There's a man in our new studio. Alert Where's the, the authorities. There's oh, a man in the bucket. What is he doing with the bucket? A like bucket, actually. Oh, okay. It's where you like <laughs> right. things. You, like, put you them. like things in there? Yeah. yeah.